everyone and welcome back to this bonus series of the She Can, She Did podcast, solely focused on the theme, we can, we will. Whether this COVID-19 storm, as business owners that is, I hope you are all well and your week is going marvellously so far. If we haven't met yet, I'm Fee and I'm the founder of She Can, She Did, slash the one asking the questions throughout this chat. Before I introduce the absolute champ that is Kirsty Lund, who, if you've been following She Can, She Did for a while, you will recognise because she spoils us all at so many of the midweek mingles with her amazing cakes and creations. I'm so pleased to say that this bonus We Can We Will series is now sponsored by Tide Business Current Accounts, aka the business current account dedicated to startups, entrepreneurs and freelancers that I've personally been using and have loved ever since I made the switch to being a limited company at the end of 2018 and finally got my act into gear and sorted myself out with a proper company account. Not only have Tide set up a hub on their website, www.tide.co that is, that's solely focused on supporting small businesses during the COVID-19 outbreak. You'll be pleased to know it cuts through all of the noise and misinformation out there, by the way, and instead provides the latest news, advice and government support dedicated specifically to small business owners like you and me. Tide are also offering She Can, She Did listeners, aka you, with up to three months free access to their upgraded account, Tide Plus, to support all all of us even more during the coming months. What does that mean, Fee, I hear you ask? Well, essentially, you can set up a regular business current account in about 10 minutes on the Tide app, which is the one that I've been using for the past 18 months. But this upgrade that usually costs $9.99 a month will essentially give us all access to the Tide Plus features, including access to the Tide Plus member support phone line, a free 24-7 legal helpline that provides additional legal support around the clock if you have any questions, 20 free transfers per month, prioritised in-app support, that pushes your queries to the front of the queue, plus the fanciest perk if you ask me, an oh-so-exclusive matte black card that will make you stand out from the normal blue card lot. To get started, if you are interested, all you need to do is download the Tide app and enter the code PODCAST in the in-app chat to activate the offer. The T's and C's are listed in the show notes below, of course, along with the link to their amazing hub that I've been mentioning in recent episodes. Please do let me know if you sign up. I would love, love, love to hear what you think. Anyway, back to this episode with the wonderful Kirsty, founder of the Milton Keynes favourite that is Oh My Cakery, an independent cake business based down the road from me that has grown an army of loyal cake-loving customers since its launch two years ago, owing to Kirsty and her mum's custom bakes that basically say it how it is, their indulgent treat boxes that can now be posted directly to your front door, hint hint, and their Cake Fridays, which pre-March used to see hundreds of locals swarm to the shop to get their weekly cake fix in time for the weekend. Given that pre-Covid, Oh My Cakery relied heavily on bespoke orders for events and customers coming to collect their weekly treats to make money, however, I've watched in awe via Instagram as Kirsty and her mum have adapted their business model to not just survive but thrive in recent weeks. So given that there's often a whole lot of work going on behind the scenes to make things like that happen, I wanted to find out what their recent pivot has meant for them both physically and emotionally in reality behind the scenes. As a mum to two daughters, 16-year-old Tegan, who is due to sit her GCSEs this month, and her youngest daughter Neve, who also has cerebral palsy, Kirsty also opened up to me about how she's managing family life in lockdown alongside a business that's busier than ever before. She is, without a doubt, one of the strongest women I know and I've got a whole lot of respect for her. This is what Kirsty had to say. I feel like 
like I've seen it play out a bit um, over the past two months. But in general, if you had to kind of break it down for me, how has the coronavirus impacted Oh My Cakery? And how have you seen it evolve like from March early March where we didn't we weren't in lockdown yet there was just sort of that kind of panic rising right through to now what are we first second of May third of May second of May yeah fourth of (laughs) fourth of May (laughs) you're way behind (laughs) we're basically in like fully into the new month now um so actually I was on a I remember being on a styled shoot with Jeannie Pooney and who I'm chatting to tomorrow (laughs) Oh, are you? Oh, amazing. That is such good timing. And we were we were just on this styled shoot and we were just talking about like how how it's going to play out. And no one really knew. We were all just kind of a little bit like, oh, you know, a little bit unsure of how what was going to be said, who it's going to affect, that kind of thing. And there was a huge amount of panicking from general public going on for sure. And so at the, the, in the beginning, it was kind of just a huge amount of worry because there was no definitive answers or you know no set guidelines it was very kind of it was quite vague in the beginning so you were kind of just guessing is that you do you shut down like what who does that affect do we come under that are we classed as you know we're classed as food but I know we're not essential really but you know so it was really difficult in that first two weeks of uh lockdown so Neve was off that week anyway off of school and then lockdown happened on like I don't know what 23rd of March and so she was home for two weeks Tegan was well she was home Tegan was home Barry was working from home and so initially we did shut the the cakery because our priority because Neve is high risk and she is like quite up there with the high risk we just wanted to make sure that everything for her was going to be okay and just you know to clarify listeners uh, Neve and Tegan are your daughters aren't they yes yeah Yeah. (laughs) sorry (laughs) just Just a little catch up Kirsty (laughs) just literally reeling it off all these people and you're just guessing who they are yeah so Tegan is my eldest she's um 16 and obviously was studying for a GCSE so we had all of that palaver and worry going on as well and then Neve has cerebral palsy she's seven is she seven is she eight oh god I don't even know anymore I just don't it's know anymore morning. no one's blaming oh. you <laughs> um but obviously because of she was born so early she had chronic lung disease that kind of thing so she really is quite susceptible to things like that so it's a worry no matter what it is like we weren't worried about the virus obviously you're just worried about her getting it because anything that she can get it's you know it can hit her quite hard so we just needed to make sure that everything that home life was okay before we even thought about the business life and to be fair I was glad I shut for those first I can't think how I think it was either two or three weeks because the panic buy-in just threw us completely into not being able to get stock and even if we could get stock it wasn't enough stock because of all the restrictions so actually I we just needed that time off I think for everything to try and start to settle well I say settle down but you know it has it hasn't it hasn't Mm. there's different problems each week yeah, and it's so funny that you said that you're off for that long because this is, I think, you know, when business owners worry about taking that time off, about what will people think and stuff. It's interesting because I didn't know you took that time off. As in, I haven't, yeah. like, and it hasn't even registered that you took all of that time. And it's like the business is yeah. doing better than ever. And it's just, yeah. it's almost like you really did need that. 
yeah it's almost like we starved our customers of cake and then they yeah. just went into like <laughs> oh my god I need <laughs> yeah, yeah so okay so t- talk to me about obviously you've had to maneuver your way around Easter which is obviously a huge date in the calendar for you Mother's Day as well which one came first yeah so Mother's Day came first yeah um and that was just as lockdown was happening so that week leading up to Mother's Day it was a lot of places closing a lot of places switching to uh, we switched to collections contactless collections because at that time they weren't saying no non-essential journey. So we had our customers turn up, they had their order number ready, they shouted their order number to us, we put it in their boot and off they went with their afternoon tea. So originally we had planned to have a Mother's Day afternoon tea at an, um, where we had the Milton Keynes... Crock Bar. She can, she did, at the Crock Bar, because we basically filled that and uh, we did last year. So then they cancelled, obviously, with everything going on. So that was fine. I said, that's no problem we'll do a smaller one at the cakery. So we had those people there and then everything just snowballed and we were like, do you know what? We can't have people. We don't really know what we're meant to be doing. So we then said, we're not going to have it in the cakery. We'll deliver those to people. And then we opened it up. So we had like, I think we had in the end, we only had a small number, like I think it was 12 or 14 afternoon teas. And then we opened it up and said, you know, we understand a lot of people are going to have afternoon teas and things or plans that are cancelled so we can do this you can come and collect we'll deliver to those customers that were meant to be coming to us obviously in like good faith and we had like over 80 afternoon teas then to make it just went berserk like crazy we'd even decided to keep like a few afternoon teas back for ourselves and because people were like right at the last minute going oh our plans have got cancelled I was like okay so we can sell mine and then someone else was like oh our plans got cancelled I was like okay so we can sell mums so we didn't we didn't have one in the end oh no oh, <laughs> you know it was just the way it, it went but then Easter then we decided that we couldn't keep making our customers come out and do a non-essential journey so we then switched Easter to local deliveries and we did some postables as well obviously we've always done postables and we've always gone through Royal Mail that has now that's a no-go unfortunately they've always been quite good Royal Mail but understandably with the influx of what people are buying because people are buying like they Mm. are going crazy for stuff so that they're taking far too long to get to customers unfortunately especially as some of it does last really well but a lot of it you know eventually it's it's perishable so it can't take five weeks you know yeah yeah in terms of like managing the all of those logistics then obviously like going back a few steps you mentioned the fact that supplies when I mean I remember going to the shops at the beginning of this and literally it was just empty there was nothing there and just being like what what on earth so how did you everything from getting the supplies for all of these new orders rerouting all of those deliveries like talk me through like the kind of logistics and how you approached that kind of stuff in the beginning obviously we we shop with Costco and then we get a lot of our stuff from Tesco so with the restrictions in place it meant that we were having to go around to lots of different stores and that just we physically couldn't do that because time and also putting ourselves at risk we were really mindful that you know I still got to go home to Neve and my family at the end of the day I can't keep going around to all these shops and putting myself at risk and put them putting them at risk so we had to shop around. We ended up get, um, getting a company to deliver our flour, butter, eggs, that kind of thing. 
And then we had another company where we got other bits from, but we also had to then adapt our menu because those things that we couldn't get, we couldn't do and we couldn't put on the menu. So we were literally running week by week. So whatever we could get on the Monday, we could get delivered. We could make stuff out of. We could never plan like two weeks ahead or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's And it's still very much like that because, you know, you go to the baking section in Tesco's and they're still, it's still bare. So, you know, like getting the chocolate that we use and things like that is is really really hard and then it works out more expensive so then you've got to try it because you're trying to get it from somewhere else so there is an element of putting like literally living by the seat of your pants you cannot you can't plan I can't plan next week I can say okay well we've got this many orders for like the brownies but we can't do like a treat box because I know I can get that stuff but I can't do I don't know what I can get next week in terms of things and that all adds up in general like is in yeah. that's just a general underlying stress that you just have to deal with right you just learn to get 100%. used to that yeah yeah and that is that in the beginning that was it was so stressful which is why we took those weeks off because the stress from just just having this this really unknown thing around then trying to get stock and then trying to you know people wanting to order and, and it just it was too much like we both my mum's really level-headed I'm a little bit more like, oh, um, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever known it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we were just at that point where it sounds stupid, but you could just cry. Like the anxiety from going shopping, which is bizarre to me because I don't, I don't ever feel like that, but it just felt awful mm. and I just couldn't go. So I just decided to, you know, we had to stop there. Yeah. Um, until we were in a better position yeah no I don't blame you one bit in terms of your customers you've got such a loyal following that are there every Friday for like the um what what do you call them your Friday the cake Friday yeah your cake Fridays yeah. there's always queues outside the shop sell out every yeah. week you know how have your customers reacted to this new change and how have you kind of in turn been communicating with them has that changed at all what's been your approach to this given that you can't plan you know yeah yeah, so they are actually all of our customers have been amazing, even new customers, because our customers, even over this, have grown massively. They are so understanding. So those local ones that actually physically come to us, we do all the local deliveries to them and they have loved it. I mean, we oh, was it the Easter boxes. We had a company called the Roller Boys delivering some of the boxes. So they're like some of the cars from Starlight Express, and they basically offered to come and help us. And it was just, it was such a one-off thing, but it was just so amazing. The buzz it created for people, yeah. it kind of just really lifted them. It's kind of made all the other deliveries really boring <laughs> because we're just turning up and handing them their bag, and I'm like, sorry, it's only me. <laughs> but like, <laughs> things like short that, though, did you? You, you know how did you get that how did how did uh, that get sorted because that's such a unique unique thing, thing. yeah it's kind of like a like a who not a what you know who you know yeah, kind yeah. of moment so Tegan had uh, my eldest as a lot of she's into performing arts she's going off to a performing arts college and she'd actually done her West End kind of boot camp with the guy who's running Roller Boys and someone that I know who does classes their daughter does classes with them had shared something I didn't even know about their page I knew about Michael but they shared their page saying that they're looking to support small businesses or charities or anything like that and so I just shared their post saying how awesome I always do that thing of like 
how awesome would it be to have them doing our deliveries like you know like the little robots that are going around yeah, Milton yeah. Keynes I really want a cake bot like I just want, <laughs> I want to cover it in sprinkles and send it all around Milton Keynes so I kind of just shared that and he messaged me and he was like look we'll totally we'll totally come and do some deliveries for you and bless them they did like they did a heap of deliveries That's for amazing. us like almost 20 deliveries which take a huge amount of time anyway you're looking at a good over two hours plus they're getting the, like their roller skates doing a little thing for people yeah. it was amazing and the and I think it just helped lift people and the buzz it created on social media as well was locally was amazing yeah. so it was really good fun that's so amazing I mean you are you're constantly updating people I know that you've obviously you've got Neve and Tegan at home your orders are through the roof yeah I saw that you were up at what half you were in the the um cake. I was in there I think I got there just before six this morning um, yes yeah how are you um, looking after yourself throughout all of this, Kirsty? Um, I actually had a really nice bath yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying clean. I washed my hair. I shaved my legs. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what, though? I feel like a new woman. Yeah, but that goes such a long way. It does. And it's just such a small thing. Just Do you know what? This weekend, we... I didn't cook a thing. Like, we did the afternoon tea deliveries on Saturday. Barry helped me. Uh, my mum and dad were doing some deliveries and uh, we had someone else doing deliveries, like all contactless deliveries around MK. We'd saved ourselves afternoon tea this time, so we managed <laughs> to get one. Um, we came home, we had afternoon tea together. It was really lovely. We'd ordered from another small uh, independent, they do like a lot of street food. We'd ordered a, a Punjabi curry from them in the evening and we just, me, Tegan and Barry just sat reminiscing about like, holidays we've had and like just everything that we remember and the things that Tegan remembers as a kid which was like astounding so I remember nothing, <laughs> nothing you're lucky if I remember last week and it was just really nice to kind of have that reconnect in the evening and then yesterday we ordered in a Sunday roast from another small independent oh um, is it brother supper brother supper yeah, yeah. that was amazing as well so yeah I mean I must admit I feel like I could I should eat salad for the rest of the week but it was <laughs> So worth really, it. Really, really nice. It's all yeah, worth and it. And yeah. I think it's just taking that time and still managing to support local, support small businesses, but also have that treat, you know, for, for us as a family. Yeah. And yeah, we just had the best weekend, just literally stuffing our faces, which is amazing. <laughs> Honestly, and I didn't have to cook any of it. <laughs> I feel like everyone has just turned to food. Like, I, it's like food. no surprise why you're doing yeah. well, because it's just like while we're locked in. Our food shop has gone up so much because we just want I good food. I literally cannot in the house. send Barry shopping because he's like, another two hundred quid. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. it was meant to be a weekly shop. <laughs> so so true. It's like all these random things. You're like, yep, try it. But I think it's nice because we're all cooking. Like we're all cooking from scratch. Every time I do something, like I'm I'm wasting less food around the house because we're making everything from scratch because essentially we do have a little bit more time I know I don't sound like I do but I do have more time to make a meal and things like that so my thing is is I'm trying to start earlier so that I can finish a bit earlier in the day to have like more of the early evenings with, yeah. with the family so definitely whether that pans out or not I've got no idea <laughs> um, going forward then Kirstie have you thought about how you're going what what this has taught you about the oh my cakery business model going forward obviously when this is such a weird bubble we're in right now and this kind of demand especially you're doing so so well have you thought about how you're going to sustain it or what's going to happen on the other side that has been the massive thought process out of all of this is like 
will this be sustainable? Will this will this amount of orders still be coming in? You know, after lockdown, and as well, I think it's made us think a little bit more outside the box. So, like, we're looking into things like Uber Eats and um, things like that for like our local deliveries and things. Obviously, we're using couriers at the minute, like DPD and Hermes, which we've just never used before. So, we've, I think the biggest thing for us is how quickly we can adapt. That is the thing that's really shocked us both. I think as as small businesses, like how quickly we've been able. You know, they just, it's just felt like everything is just every week there's been something. If it's not stock, it's deliveries. If it's not deliveries, it's something else. And every time, every week, we have to change something to make it better. And it's such a quick turnaround mm. to change. Like a week is nothing. You know, normally we it would take me months to make a decision on whether I'm going to use Uber Eats and, you know, really look into it. And now I'm like, oh, fuck it. Let's yeah, use Uber Eats. So like, true. You know, literally just like, what the fuck? Whatever. You know, it's so I think true, it though. makes you kind of just grab those opportunities because you want to the expansion of this business is insane I'm just gutted we at the minute you know we're with the situation we can't take on anyone at the minute because if we can sustain this business not only will mum and I be able to take a good wage will we need to take on someone because I don't want that to come at the cost of breaking ourselves so we really Mm. need to think about taking someone on who can do the the packaging and and this and that the things that take us time where we could be doing other bits so Moving forward, sustaining at this high volume is our priority, really, because if we can, then this business this year, crazily, and you have that element of guilt as well, because you know a lot of businesses aren't doing well, that you shouldn't be, it's not a boasting thing, do you know what I mean? But this, this year, in the past few weeks, if we can sustain this, we will have well, we would have blown our targets completely for what we wanted this year, which That's is That's amazing. So, but do you know what, though? Yeah. You deserve it so much. The hours you're putting in and, like, how creative you are. And I don't know. I just think, like, no one deserves it more. I really genuinely Thank mean that. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's, it's, it's so good. And I also think, as well, going forward in terms of, like, not knowing what it's going to look like. And, you know, no one has a, what are they called? The ma- magic ball things. What are they called? Yeah, I'm, I'm one of those eight yeah, balls. Yeah, them. Like, no one, <laughs> not today. <yeah>. Okay. <laughs> but like, um, you know, no one can say, yeah, what it's going to be like, but then there's surely a yeah. comfort knowing that you've adapted so quickly to this crazy situation that's been the biggest test for every business. Yeah. That you'll, you'll be able to adjust to whatever it looks like on the other side. Yeah, for sure. I think it's just, you know, it is a re- it's a really scary time for everyone for as personal and for business. You know, a lot of people have been thrown into that unknown completely. And I think if your business can adapt right now, it can literally almost survive anything. You know, it's just it's, it has been a real eye opener, not only as a, a business module, but for us as business owners as well. And like, you know how how well we can cope with these sort of pressures and things and I don't think we were busy before but you know this is sort of like a a notch up for us massively so it has been a massive eye-opener and it's kind of just throwing the business into a direction it's not a direction that we didn't want to go in it almost feels like I fast forwarded because we were only coming up to like two years in June so I just feel like I've skipped two years ahead yeah 
and just blinked and like missed the load out. <laughs> yeah, but like I said, I honestly, I, I feel like you, the, the speed you work at as well, I always think the more you put in that first year, especially, and the first few months, it does accelerate it, you know? Yeah, so, for sure, for sure. And the demand is there, so it's just trying to keep up with it. Yeah, yeah. And Milton Keynes are just all greedy. We love we love the cake. Yeah, <laughs> literally, everyone's like, I thought it was going to come out a lockdown, like a size six, yeah. do not like Joe Wicks's <laughs> workouts, and then they buy from Mo My Cake, and I'm like, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, okay, if you could offer any advice then to any founders listening to this, Kirsty, what would you say? And as specifically as well to any mums as well, founders that are juggling kids at home um I mean I think I, I'm in a really lucky situation Barry's furloughed so Barry's at home full-time but I do think it's still really important so I'm you know I'm coming back for the zoom meetings with her school classes and I'm trying to be there for Tegan while she's you know waiting for college bits and bobs I think you still the juggle if you're busy is even stronger right now than it and than it was before because of the increase in business but I do think it's really important still to family is always first at the end of the day if it's going to break you there's absolutely zero point in doing that but if you can adapt your business or find a way I was actually speaking to my hairdresser yesterday she's like oh I should have done like care packages and you know like how to touch up their roots and that kind of thing as long as they're not bleach obviously Um, and I was like but you can still do that like we're still in that unknown if you think of something it's not too late to you know put something out there for people people want they, they need it right now. They need that uplift. Whatever it is, they will buy it because they just, I think at the minute, people are really thinking about, they've got the time to think more about themselves, about how they want to live, about life in general. It's really making people reflect. So if your business in any way, whether some people think it's essential or not, if your business can impact someone in a positive way, then go for it. Don't hold back because this is your prime opportunity. And I just love at the minute how small businesses are leading the way. That's the most important thing is, you know, a lot of big companies have had to shut, you know, for fashion, small businesses right now are at the forefront of that because a lot of the bigger shops have have had to close for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's really important to remember your why, which for a lot of people is their family. And if you can adapt your business, just don't don't hold back. Just just go for it because it really will be worth it. Kind of I feel like we've set a lot of stepping stones for for such a bigger future for our business in the last three weeks than I have done in the one and a half years of being open. So oh so exciting. I love it. I just got a little goosebumps when you said that. I was like, oh. <laughs> that too they could go hand in hand um all right last question then Kirsty. once we're out the other side we're all allowed to see each other again things kind of ish whatever the normal looks like go back to normal how are you going to reward yourself that you have yeah weathered this all and not only weathered it but got stronger from it um i think there's for sure, taking business-wise, taking someone else on has got to be um, one of the big steps forward for us to free up some of our time, make more of our time productive in what we need to be doing. But personally, I think going forward, it's made me kind of think about my time 
using my my time at home better as well and I think for sure we need to go on a massive family holiday because we were meant to go this year we hadn't booked anything but our thing was after Tegan had done her GCSEs and we'd had this incredible year we were all going to go on holiday and so I think we put off going to Florida we were going to go somewhere else but I think for us it is booking that family holiday that we've been reminiscing over and you know just treating ourselves with some complete time off because I say I take time off like I'm off for the weekend but you're always like replying to something yeah, yeah. or doing the same video it's not proper time off but yeah so I think it is the reward is definitely a family holiday but business-wise I think it would be taking someone on to kind of share the load out a little bit more love that thank you so much honestly you're really, welcome that was like the perfect Monday morning chat for me I feel like I'm ready to go now that's good thank you so Yay. much <laughs> you're welcome Thank you so much for listening to that episode of the She Can, She Did podcast. It really, really does mean a lot. If you happen to enjoy it, it would mean so much to me if you could please rate and review the series because rumour has it, it helps to boost the podcast in the charts, which allows more female founders and aspiring business owners to find it. For now, though, I really, really hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening once again. And please do look out for tomorrow's episode.